The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. This episode is brought to you by the Bleeding Old Blood Club with this important message. The Bleeding Old Blood Club believes life doesn't end at 40. Live life. Take that trip. Learn that skill. Get in the pit. Learn to skate or get back on your skateboard. Shred it up once again. Check us out on Facebook, the Bleeding Old Blood Club. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Tonight's episode of Radioactive Metal is dedicated to the memory of Jules Young. Hello friends, this is Chris from High Spirits, and you are listening to Radioactive Metal. metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a spirited, at least I hope so, episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 615, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this episode, like every episode, is brought to you by the wonderful folks at True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go there today, subscribe, never run out of coffee. And not only will you never run out of coffee when you subscribe, you'll get not one, but two great bands every month. Fresh music, fresh coffee. It does not get better in this isolated world that we're in. Right? This is such, such a strange, strange set of everything going on right now. So it's wonderful that you could get your coffee and just rock and roll. And I will also give a shout out. Um, True Cold Coffee has got like an offshoot printing business, Embodiment Printing Press. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to talk about it yet, but, um, you know, I'm blowing the whistle because I got custom face masks printed for my family. So my daughter mm. has a little unicorn. Nicholas has a transformer symbol. 
Uh, for my wife, I got the TV show Psych on it, and they work wonderfully. Um, I have a Kiss one. They go in my pocket, you know, like so I'm ready for the grocery store. So if you're going to wear a mask, get a custom mask from Embodiment Printing Press because that's the way to do it. If you've got to put this stuff on your face, don't hide the fact that you're metal. Put it out there. You know? right. <laughs> Wear it with pride, David. Yeah. Show that you're cobalt. Yeah, like, like I mean, quite honestly, I'm going to be less freaked out by seeing people in multicolored, colorful, personalized masks than a bunch of people looking like they're in surger- surgical masks. I'll be like, mm-hmm. what am I doing in this giant hospital? Right? <clears throat> so, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go and possess yourself a cup today. What's going on, Snowman? Well, it's, uh, I definitely need a cup of true cavalt going through me right now. I got some going on in my clash mug of all things right now, and I definitely need it. I'm going to apologize in, uh, in advance if I'm not my usual self today. Um, the Winnipeg underground heavy music scene is really hurting right now a much as you heard uh, at the top of the show the dedication a much loved young lady left us the other night and That's like I said, man I'm yeah so sorry. we were just uh everyone was just kind of devastated i had gotten the i i had gotten the news that um this had happened just as I was starting to make my way to go to work. Oh, that's Even, the worst yeah. time to get that so, kind of news. Uh, so awful, I just man. I got on I, I got on the horn with my employer at at, at Money Job and I said, "Look, I, I'm going to be late if I make it in at all." But I decided once once I got it all out of me, I decided, okay, you know what? Um, it's actually it would be a good thing if I did go into work and kept busy because I know exactly what I would have done. You know, I, me and me and my buddy Jack would have just had a nice long conversation all afternoon. Yeah, that's and unhealthy either. That is not at all. That's yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all for tipping the elbow and having a good time, but do it while you're having a good time and not and not for a less than festive time so we went out and uh uh, sorry went out toughed it out and last night as it's going as it's going as i'm going to get into with my metal fix um we had a really good time with her and mine everyone laughed cried had a had a really good time so i want to take a moment out now and drop a track dedicate a song to my good buddy Jules she was really good friends with Mr. Mike Deadly in the band Solanum we've had this band on before we will definitely have them on again they dropped a new record ruled by the cruel in March and I want to dedicate the first song in contempt to my good buddy Jules Young.
We've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Okay, dude, what you got? All right, man. So the most metal thing I've got going on right this minute is this beer. (laughs) I would love you to try this beer. The brewing company is called Nightmare Brewing. Oh, yes. The logo (laughs) is the most metal thing in the world. I'm going to post this on my Instagram. Um, I really need to post it on our Instagram. I need to start writing this stuff down so I start posting pictures uh, Mm. like when, when our episodes drop. Um, because he's got like a Grim Reaper with two sides, um, like making an X, and this is Nightmare. But then the can, this beer is called Gunga Rao. It's a sour India pale ale. So I said when we did the beer episode, I really don't like India pale ales, but I do enjoy a sour. Um, so they soured it with pineapple, coconut, Moroccan mint, something else here. I'm not even quite registering. But um, I just realized that this is eight and eight point three percent alcohol by volume, and it's a full pint. And I also haven't had anything to eat since breakfast, um, so this could be a fun time for you. Um, <laughs> but the graphic on this can, and I got to send you this picture. Is it's you know I said it's called Gungarau. They've got um, like a, a Mongolian guy. Or what appears to be like a Mongol riding a big elephant, and people are like on sticks and it's pretty gruesome it's it's a very metal looking beer right now there we are all right so next thing up is i want to talk about this um it's metal but it's not metal and just by the name itself it's it's unmetal so i sent this link (laughs) earlier in the chat um and it's funny because i was also talking to rock the other day and he Mm -hmm. doesn't he doesn't find this funny at all but um (laughs) I want everyone to go out to unmetal.bigcartel.com. Check it out because they make metal t-shirts for non-metal things. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that I saw, one of one, like the a record store here, uh, Monster Music posted, and that's why I found it. It says Celine Dion, but it's like in a death metal logo. You know, mm-hmm. almost a black metal <laughs> logo. Um, they have a Sinatra t-shirt using the Slayer logo, and it says Sinatra <laughs> instead of Slayer, but then they've got a skull with a hat like Sinatra had. Um, mm-hmm. The one that I really want, but I'm like, oh my goodness, who's going to take this the wrong way? Um, I love the song Hold a Lot of Rosie by ACDC, like all-time favorite song. Well, okay. you and I are of the same age. You've probably watched the Jetsons, and you're probably no, I remember the Jetsons well, right? yeah. And their housekeeper, Rosie the Robot, right? <laughs> So, they make a whole lot of Rosie t-shirt that has Rosie the Robot on it. Um, So, seriously, if you want a good laugh, check this out. And if you want a great gag gift for your normie friends, this is the site to do it at. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have somebody who always like, oh, how do you listen to that stuff? Like, I'm going to tell you right now, go over here, find whatever their favorite artist is, and buy them the t-shirt. Oh, yeah. You you like Celine Dion there, yeah. Susan? Here, I got your Celine Dion shirt. Yeah, exactly. And she'll be like, uh, thank you. Like, it's going to be great. So then, um, yeah, so that's hysterical. So have a good time with that. The other thing going on, and I, I put this link in there, and it's the NIVA Association. So it's the National Independent Venue Association 
Um, they're doing a save save our stages campaign. So head out to n i v a s s o c dot org o r g n i v a s s o c dot org. Um, and basically, we're going to tell your our legislators that, hey, we need to make sure that we're spreading some love, some support, some of the financial support that we're doing for these other organizations to these independent venues. So we're really trying to make sure that we save the independent venues so when we can finally all get together, we have a place to get together at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of important. So those are the two big things that you know I got going on. Something else that's not super metal but it kind of oh, it ties into metal like okay. but in a roundabout way because um Jerry Lee Lewis you're probably familiar with that piano player mm-hmm. um he did a record at Third Man Records back in 2011 that somehow I missed it was Jerry Lee Lewis live at Third Man Records He's on it. Steve, the Colonel Cropper, is on it. If you've seen the Blues Brothers movie, Steve, the Colonel Cropper, is the guy playing the Telecaster. Ah. Um, if you don't know what a Telecaster is, Google it, folks. That's why we mm-hmm. have the internet. But um, <laughs> this album is one of the best live albums I've heard in a while. And I got it on vinyl. Like I specifically went and bought it on vinyl because I wanted to sit down and just you know, have that experience. Side one, side two, that kind of thing. And dude, it's so good. And I say it's roundabout metal because, like, this is the stuff that was making its way over to England that got Lemmy, like, fired up. Oh, for sure. You know? Like, mm-hmm. like and, and it's always funny, like, when people are like, oh, I can't listen to that old stuff. I'm like, yeah, like, if you like Motorhead, this is where it came from. You know? Like, mm-hmm. Motorhead claims Everyone, that they're just yeah. doing the same thing that these guys did, even though it sounds nothing like it. You know? For sure, for sure. Just a lot heavier and sped up. Yeah, man. Yeah, so some really good stuff. But, yeah, that's really all I got going on, man. So I was hanging out with you here. Oh, well, like I said, it has been a rough couple days. But as as, as you were saying, you know, you're, you're talking about these organizations, save the venues and all that. You know, Winnipeg is kind of doing that on their own. Of course, the Park Theater... Tonight has, you know, of course, I've mentioned the Park Theater here on this show many, many times. Our good buddy Corey Thomas is is running the joint and all that. Lots of lots of amazing memories and done lots of amazing interviews there. They're having their own um, fundraiser, you know, to help recoup the loss that this whole COVID bullshit has um has put all of these venues through and as well and this is the one unfortunately i can't be in two places at once god only knows we need more snowy in the world you know (laughs) i saw i saw a really cool character i've been binging agents of shield lately and there was a really cool character where she was able to multiply herself by five and it's like that's what the world needs Needs five, five of me running around. Which you know, season so, is that? I'm try- I was trying to remember that one. The second? I think I'm in the second. The second season? Second wow, or okay. third now. Yeah. Yeah. I 
started a little late. I always knew what the show was and all that. I just wasn't able to be in front of the TV when it was on. And now I have an opportunity to stream. And anyways, the world definitely needs more snowy. You know, my wife would definitely disagree, you know. <laughs> but, but I think so. Just so I can be in two places at once when it comes to this. Because our good folks at Bulldogs is having their fundraiser tonight, which our good buddy Sky, of course, is getting ready for that right now as as we speak. So, unfortunately, she can't join us for that very reason. So, I'm going to be making my way out to Bulldogs tonight, especially since our good buddy Ducky, Dustin, his, band, his punk band Shit Happens. Is Rock on. as well, yeah, yeah, and this is this is kind of the weekend where I said, okay, you know what? It's starting to lighten up around here. There have been like zero new cases oh, of this good. of this bullshit for like a week now. Like Manitoba, we've we've said is doing so well with this and but i had to be extra vigilant you know just from my domestic situation and all that so as the world was starting to open up a bit i was still kind of well you know i have to be you know a little extra here so um but i decided that it was this weekend because of what i'm going to be getting into right away and of course because it's you know a fun fundraiser for bulldogs gonna see ducky's band and last night i made it was night one of snowy's uh new adventures shall we say because um the local death metal band inhumed had like their demo release party as well at least they were at least one of the bands on the bill and of course rock on yeah, yeah, uh, you'll remember um, Inhumed is a local local Winnipeg death metal band. Their vocalist is Mr. Mike Mason, who we've had him on the show. We've had his wife Kay on, you know, she's mm-hmm. the tattoo artist, and we had her on talking about doing tattoos and all that. And Mr. Mike is also, well, unfortunately now former co-host of wrestling night in canada you know our brother program over at the shining wizards network unfortunately mike couldn't uh you know he couldn't remain committed with a with a new job and just other obligations and all that so it was good to get out and see mike play and the boys in inhumed killing it once again definitely though one of the highlights I got it right here in my hot little fist. Is their brand new demo, a defiance of faith, and it's just—it's definitely okay. It's definitely brutal death metal, but it really looks like just an old school, old fashioned demo that I like that I talk about. It sounds like you're holding a cassette. Is it a cassette? It is a cassette. It is a cassette. That's awesome. Because I'm hearing you say my hot little hand. I'm like, that sounds like a cassette. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just just what looks like a blank cassette with the, 
you know the, the the band's logo and the music on it and it's just a one a one piece of paper jacket and all that it's just it's a beautiful throwback to the 80s demo tapes from, that's so awesome dude from, from back then yeah 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 <laughs> so i was really stoked i was really stoked so that was pretty much um my metal fix you know i kind of went out you know, I had a couple of records across my desk, but with just everything that's been going on, I just, I had a hard time, you know, getting to everything that I just wanted to say hello and horns up to everyone that I saw last night. You know, it's so good. It was so good to see everyone and, you know, because not only just from the quarantine, but with this tragedy that has befallen us you know it was it, it made it ex- extra special to see everyone and i know that our good friend jules like if everyone just stayed home cried in their beer didn't go out and you know be a part of the scene she would have been pissed just like i would be yeah like when that day comes in which i leave this mortal coil I don't want everyone crying at a funeral and all that. I want, you know, a big party at the park and at Bulldogs. And, For you anyone know, new to the show, that's when uh, Mrs. Snowy finally has had enough and kills him. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, it was absolutely a special moment last night. And it was so good to see everyone, you know, and that was at Bulldogs as well. And, of course, you know, people have masks on and the seating is... It's a seated show, you know, and the tables are, you know, six six feet apart and all that. You know, they were inside the event center, so there was lots of room. Not the way that I like to see a show, but understandable with everything that's going on. And I can't wait to see everyone tonight, and that's going to be a big part of my metal fix next week. Well, let's drop a track now from that new inhumed demo let's go with i feel nothing
Available July 24th. It's coming up fast. The new Defeated Sanity album, The Sanguinary Impetus, drops. And that was a, wow, a kind of a brutal title that was conceived through savagery. Always a good time with Defeated Sanity. Can't wait, you know, till that record drops. And that's one of the things that I'm kind of hoping to do soon enough is, um, Get my butt out to the record shop myself sometime this weekend. You know, shows. I miss shows. I miss hanging with all my homies and all that. I miss going to the record shop too, man. Like, yeah, I really, man. I really got a chance to do that. So I recommend everyone get their butts out to a record shop. And while you're there, maybe grab the new record from um, tonight's creature feature. I had the good opp- the fortunate opportunity to sit down with one Professor Black, the main man behind the band High Spirits. Did you get schooled I- by the professor? <laughs> yeah, he was definitely definitely sure learnt a lot of new stuff. That's what my dad always said when I was growing up, and I passed this down to you know all the young people in my life. Never stop learning. Learn something new every day. Amen, man. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, we're hoping to teach our listeners about this wicked, well, relatively new band. They have been out. They have been out for a while. They first came to my attention while I was. Um, doing my rock and roll duty at the Warren Music Shop when one of their previous albums, you know, came out and we were selling it off of the racks and it's just like, okay, yeah, this is cool, this is cool. This is some good old fashioned metal that um while head hell's while hell's headbangers is more known for their brutal death and black metal and all that every once in a while you know, they would have like a traditional metal band on their roster, like uh, Witchcross. Well, High Spirits was one of those. Now, over the last few years, they've kind of moved on. Professor Black himself in 2018, and we talk about this in in an interview, the dude released like three solo albums and a split Right on. <laughs> you know, you know, he was definitely found himself busy in all of that, which got us to this year. The new High Spirits record, Hard to Stop, came across my desk, and it's like, okay, yevers, this is definitely a gooder. So we got the professor on the horn to give us, you know, our own education about what's going on within their camp to get us there let's drop a track from the hard to stop record let's um go with like i guess what is known as a single these days for all intents and purposes this is high spirits with restless
First and foremost, with everything that's going on in the world right now, for the past while, my very first question is, how are you doing personally and mentally and just everything, all the craziness going on? Personally, I'm holding up. Uh, I'm holding up pretty well. Thanks. Um, you know, I hope the same is true for you. Um, my family's been fortunate that we haven't had anybody get sick uh, or get sick and die um, as a result of the uh, the pandemic that's going on. And where we are, um, where I live in Chicago, has actually uh, statistically has actually done pretty well with its response. I mean, obviously, if, you know, if my dad got sick and died, the statistics don't really matter at that point, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and it's also true that, uh, that everybody is, is affected in, in some small or some, some great way. Um, but to answer your question, we're, uh, we're holding up. It's a lot of, it's a lot of extra family time. It's a lot of extra time with the kids at home. Um, but we were already obviously set up for having kids at home. So, um, I think we just got to wait this out, you know, and hope that, uh, 2021 will be, um, a beautiful new world, you know, even better than 2019 was, you know, that's, that's, that's my wish for everybody at the moment. Right on, right on. That's good to hear. Yeah, with, yeah, with myself, I'm holding up. It's just with. I was going to ask. With me, yeah, with me, I'm kind of a social butterfly. Like I uh, go okay. to two, two or three shows a week, and all that. We got a pretty good scene up here, and all that. And it's just, I haven't done anything in months like that. Haven't really even seen any friends. Just doing this show and giving me the opportunity to speak to artists if they're not coming through my, yeah. my my town well i gotta do all my interviews over the phone or this the, yeah. the skype and all that so it's given me the opportunity to speak to an artist like yourself so thank you so much for your time you know well, every, thank you with every uh gray cloud there's a silver lining or something let's kind of go with that okay the new the new record hard to stop drops july 34 First, I imagine you're pretty excited about that. Definitely, definitely. I mean, there's always um, there's always quite a gap between there's a there's a delay between you know when when I've signed off on the record and everything's mixed and mastered and it's out of my hands and then then it goes to the factory and then you will just watch the clock for you know can, what well, can be several months if you're doing vinyl. I mean, obviously there's different. Um, uh, different factories have different turnaround times, you know, but um, there's also the um, promotional uh, cycle needs time to elapse and it needs time to the album needs time to kind of work its way through the media and um, get people's attention in the midst of what's, you know, hundreds of other releases coming out every, uh, I don't need to tell you this, you know, coming out every <laughs> single week, it's very hard to, uh, it's very hard to stand out and that takes time. So, uh, yeah, at this point I'm, I'm, I'm really ready to, uh, to blast it out there. I can't believe we have to wait another, what is it? Four weeks or something, uh, from now. I mean, there was a moment in April, um, we finished recording in March, and then a few weeks later in April, I found myself thinking, you know, it'd be, I just really want to kind of 
launch it right now you know blast it at least to the to the streaming platforms or whatever um <clears throat> excuse me and uh i kind of talked myself down from that but it was definitely like come on let's uh you know it's done let's do this so uh definitely definitely some uh, uh long-term excitement to uh to manage there right on right on we will have already dropped a track from that record to kind of introduce this our chat our chat here but maybe for someone that might for for a listener that might be hearing about high spirits the first time maybe in your words kind of give us who you are like your musical vibe who you are what you do your sound etc in your words well, we've never defined ourselves as a heavy metal band, although I think that's how most of our listeners or our audience would define us as a heavy metal band. I've always preferred the term high energy rock because I think that um, I think that allows for a kind of a wider range of influences, a wider range of elements that we we do draw on. Um, High Spirits has always been kind of a, uh, I guess, melting pot would be the common term, a kind of melting pot of influences from the 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, right up, right up until and including the last 20 years. Um, the music, the songs draw on a wide variety of influences and i think high energy rock is the term is is the common thread for for uh for for what those influences are um so yeah somebody checking us out for the first time um i would say just uh you know approach with an open mind as as i'm sure you do and there will uh hopefully be something that uh connects connects with you and and draws you in for sure, for sure. When you mention that, oh, well, we don't really consider ourselves a metal band. We're more this high-energy rock. I first discovered High Spirits through the Hell's Headbangers label with the mm-hmm. You Are Here mm-hmm. al- album and all that. And it doesn't get any more metal than that. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. true. And we've never, we've never rejected uh that you know don't get me wrong there we've never rejected being called a a heavy metal band we've just not self-identified that way normally um yeah obviously uh high roller records uh hell's headbangers very very heavy metal um like you said as 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 heavy metal as it gets and uh you know it was the right thing at the right time uh we had it we had a relationship already uh with the label and they said you know should we give this a shot and i said sure you know let's let's give it a try and what that did was uh kind of turn an audience on to us uh you know like you said there may be somebody out there listening who hasn't heard the band before there were a lot of people who checked out high spirits for the first time because we were uh partnered with hell's headbangers so uh that was that was win-win and i think i i i think um the label also uh did well uh with that record too so Mm. like i said win-win for sure for sure with with high roller though like yeah it is kind of a different lineup and all that and kind of maybe have some different ideals but is so is there like a big difference like because with the um with the way the industry is now some people might even argue well you don't even need a label 
is there much of a difference between like Hell's Headbangers and High Roller, or maybe like a difference these days between a metal blade and a prosthetic or anything? Like just as your experience as as a musician. In my mind, Hell's Headbangers and High Roller are much more closely related um, than the other labels that you mentioned. I mean, Hell's Headbangers and High Roller are very, um, how do I want to say this? They're very, they're not, uh, DIY is the wrong thing because they're very professional, but they are driven by very motivated fans. Uh, High Roller was started by record collectors, by high-end record collectors who eventually started, uh, you know, wheeling and dealing to support their own collecting habits. And then that evolved into this 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 uh, record company that it is today, a very successful record company mm-hmm. at that. But it's still the same people and they still, and in their heart of hearts, are record collectors. So that's what they bring to their game and similarly hell's headbangers was started by fans by these diehard non-slaughter fans who started you know wanted to start doing their own kind of almost diy non-slaughter releases and then you know for for reasons that that, that are that are kind of hard to sum up i mean it, it includes being in the right place at the right time it includes having a tremendous work ethic um you know, for, for, for all these different reasons, uh, those companies became very successful. But again, in their core, the guys at Hell's Headbangers, they're, they're non-slaughter maniacs. You know what I mean? That's, you know, they, they never, that's that, that, that nucleus or that anchor that never moved. Uh, compare them to, uh, uh, I forget who you mentioned, Metal Blade and, uh, and these more, those labels are are, are are differently motivated I think I think those those labels have been um, and it's hard for me to kind of summarize because I haven't had as much contact uh, or as much uh, experience or interaction with those uh, some with those labels uh, so it could be that I know I know not of what I speak but it would seem to me that those labels have a different um, a different structure, certainly a different approach to artist development that's kind of been grandfathered in from their model, their business model, you know, going back to the the 80s and through the 90s. Um, just the way that I think the way their partnerships with bands are structured is dated to some degree, whereas the way a label such as High Roller structures their partnership with with a band is is very modern and very up to date, and very much designed with both parties' interests in mind. I think so. I think so. At least yeah. that's like I said. I haven't. I don't have a ton of experience with the more. Uh, what do you want to call them? The more old-fashioned, the more '80s and '90s fashion labels. I don't have a ton of experience, so I may you know, I may be speaking out of turn on that. But that that that's my 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 understanding from where I sit. Wow, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, your nickname, Professor. Huh? Where did that originate from? That originated as as. As half sarcasm, I think snark is the modern day term for, okay. for how that, where that came from, from um, somebody who was um, 
we were debating i don't remember what album but we were in a debate over some some album or another and the 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 other person in the conversation said well professor you know in a in a kind of <laughs> not condescending way but in a way that in the way that he didn't mean to be totally flattering uh-huh. but i nevertheless uh coming from him i found it very flattering and i thought well you know if I'm going to get stuck with a nickname, I could do a lot worse. So I kind of, you know, I kind of picked that one up off the ground and, and stuck it on my name tag and said, yeah, that, that'll work. We'll go with that. It came from, I don't know if you know the name, S. Craig Zoller. He's a uh, a film director nowadays, but he used to be uh, a bit of a pen pal back when we were both doing uh, uh, our own um, fanzines. Mm-hmm. And this is going back 20, 25 years. But uh, but yeah, I figured coming from him and considering that, that people sometimes get stuck with some real dogs for nicknames, I was like, you know, that, that'll work. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take exactly. it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't get into music, though, what would you kind of be a professor of? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Not of music? I don't know. Like you never had a plan B in terms of cultural interest. It's like oh, I'm going to be a musician. Damn it! Honestly, that I can't remember ever wanting to do anything else. You know, I mean, certainly since since I was a, a young teenager, certainly since I was 13 or 14, I felt I felt that uh, this would be um, you know kind of my uh, my way. But um, you know, I was interested. In, you know. To give a straight answer, I was interested in computers a lot at that age too. So, so maybe some sort of uh, some sort of computing or like you know some sort of data data right science. On. Right on, right on. My past co-hosts yes. and all that they would uh, they'd be excited to hear that they're really into the their living is with computers these days and all that. So they'd be hyped cool. to hear that. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I did. I did. I did have a little um, work experience in that realm too, as. Uh, uh, while I was in, actually, it started while I was in high school, and then when I was in college, I spent my summers doing uh, doing access database stuff and Visual Basic, and then kind of, uh, you know, that was door number one, and I was like, nah, I'm sticking with door number two. <laughs> I know, right now. You mentioned <clears throat> you've met sorry, you mentioned Chicago a couple times in this chat and all that. What's are are you still part of? Like, do you consider yourself part of the scene? these days uh i guess so because people definitely associate the band with chicago and and that's what we've always claimed as our um you know as our hometown i i always say i wasn't born here but my kids were so you know it's it definitely feels like home to me personally um and and i think always will but uh, the truth is, we've never in the band. We've never all five lived here. Uh, right now, only two of us do. One lives in California, and the other two are uh, kind of in the somewhat more distant parts of Illinois and Indiana. Um, so, you know, strictly speaking, we're not a Chicago band, um, the way a lot of bands are. But again, I think that's what we've always claimed as our as our hometown. And I don't I don't think there's a more correct. Uh, answer for where we're from even if even if saying Chicago is is only correct with some uh, qualifications 
Right on, right on, right on. Yeah, that's always like we have a kick-ass scene up here. I'm up in Winnipeg, which okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure every every American that lives along the border knows something about Canada. The further south you get down in the U.S., the stranger we kind of become. But I've always figured people from Minnesota, Washington State, you know, um, North Dakota, Chicago, like. in Detroit, like these areas, kind of have a better grip on what Canada is. Yeah, well, it's more accessible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 2018 has was one hell of a productive year for you, just in terms of putting music out and all that. I believe you put out under Professor Black. You put out three albums and an EP, and a split with our good buddy Athanar from Midnight as well. Uh-huh. Like, wow. <laughs> And a, and a, a similar thing with uh, Giesel from Sabbath. Okay, when that was you, you did a split with them. Uh, well, it wasn't a split. It was it was similar to the Midnight thing, where I kind of wrote and played a tune, and then uh, and then he sang over it. A song uh-huh. called Tarantula. Okay, okay. Sorry, I missed that. I missed that. Hey. What was the um, like? What was the idea? Was was that a that I imagine that wasn't a preconceived idea. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do three albums this year. Um, you know? <laughs> that that part was preconceived. Yeah. Um, the idea was if you know if I'm kind of taking over this this new this new name this you know releasing albums as Professor Black. The idea was to show that what comes out under what you know what i write under that name and what comes out under that name is going to be it, there's going to be a lot of variation it's going to be different every time so that was kind of the the point to get across by doing the the three albums at once which three albums which sound very different from one another mm-hmm. um no doubt um so so yeah that was actually intentional that's kind of the opening uh the opening round of saying look there's going to be a lot of stuff coming and and i'm going to do my best to let you know from the album cover and from the song titles what it's going to sound like but it's going to be all over the place sorry and Finally, we're going to wrap it up here. I'm sure you're a busy guy with all of this going on. Um, yeah, I got, just, a, I got a bunch of them today, but go ahead. <laughs> right on, right on. Good, good. Um, with When all of this blows over yep. and everything is all said and done, okay, what's going, what would the next 365 days for High Spirits look like? A lot of shows. I mean, pretty much all everything for 2020 obviously is is postponed or or canceled or or pending. Um, so a lot of a lot of what we had, which wasn't a lot, we're definitely better off than a lot of bands are at the moment with the things they've had to cancel and bands and venues and you know promoters and festivals and you know the whole business has been paralyzed for for several months. We had to cancel 10 shows in Europe uh, that were coinciding with the album release. Mm. Uh, uh, that last day of July was at that the release date was actually the kickoff date for the tour. Um, we have been able to kind of just cut and paste that onto 2021 and, and not really have to um, cancel anything so much as wait for the time to be right and hope that hope that the time is right 
by then. Um, so yeah, that's 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 our plan is is to hope for the best that uh, that gigs will be up and running again. Um, it's hard to be super optimistic about the time frame from that, just because of how a uh, I mean that's I think attending a concert would be one of the most risky things you could do health-wise just by the by the the very nature of it so so we'll hope for the best with the timeline for for that but obviously we understand if uh if if it has to be delayed uh even more and if that's the case i don't i don't know what would happen i mean we could do another high spirits record um I was thinking maybe doing four or five solo albums uh, the next time around. So maybe I would, maybe I would take the take that opportunity to get cracking on some of that stuff. But uh, for now, you know, we're just keeping an open mind, kind of wait and see, um, lay low, and uh, and stay healthy, everyone.
If you're not tuned in to The Shining Wizards, listen to what some of our fans have to say about the show. Hey guys, it's the Stallion. And when I'm contemplating suicide, I throw on The Shining Wizards because nothing makes me feel better than knowing I'm not one of these four grown adults, virgin fucking marks, discussing a fake wrestling product. Tune in live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. East, rantemradio.com. It's The Shining Wizards where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling.
Dude, you remember Warfare? The band Warfare? I do not. Okay, okay. They were kind of around. Their heyday was the '80s. A British, uh, British, British metal band with a very, very strong uh, punk influence. Kind of, I don't know. You'd if 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 Motorhead was even punker, it's probably what you would get in the band Warfare. 2017. The the main man behind Warfare, Mr. Evo released a solo album on um, High Spirits label High Roller Records that was Evo's Cemetery Dirt, which is definitely it's another one of those bucket list interviews that, you know, I don't really know why we haven't had Mr. Evo on before. It's definitely someone that we should. And, of course, before that, we had to drop a track from Professor Black's um, solo outings from the aforementioned Sunrise Records that was in the fire and rain. And, like I said, all of this material, all of this great stuff, is all available right now so yeah get your get your butt out to a record store because um they need the help too they suffered all through this just like the venues did just like the bands did just like my liver did um <laughs> we definitely they that was so need... subtle that took a second <laughs> That was so good, dude. <laughs> they, they they need they need the support. So go out and do it, and tell them that your cool Uncle Snowy sent you. Oh man, I I, I really feel this whole pandemic is going to leave the world changed. Like every day, I read about another business that I wouldn't have thought that was going to be filing for bankruptcy is filing for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like are these big major chains are filing, like what's happening to the little guys? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I'm I'm fully expecting because I don't know if you saw like but Brooks Brothers, the suit place, um, they're filing for bank- bankruptcy. And what I think is going to end up happening and this could honestly in the long run be be for the better. But I think we're going to end up with. Instead of like this chain of, you know, fine suits across the country, it's going to be like five stores, you know, mm-hmm. or you're still, or you're going to start to get like the localized tailors again, you know, it's just the, like, whatever's happening, the landscape's going to change. It's kind of crazy. It is. It is. I've been thinking about that too. It's like when you go out into the world and you see like, um, as you go through the cashier at superstores, the big plexiglass. Yeah. Is up. I imagine you're doing that in the U.S. as well, just yep. shielding each other and all that. And the social distancing is still happening. You know, the arrows up and down aisles, asking you if you can go this this way and then down that way and all that. Just and it's just it's it's amazing how some people can't follow simple directions. The arrow says going that way. There's dude. rhyme and reason as to why we're doing this. Mother, <laughs> dude, seriously. <laughs> that is my pet peeve. Because like, it's like, okay, if you guys are going to make me wear a fucking mask, which I've said I don't like, but if it's mandated, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and here's what's funny. I was talking to Rock about this because I actually talked to Rock this week. One, 
In November, Rock should officially be a U.S. citizen. So I want to throw a virtual citizenship party. I was still going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we're talking about this, and he's talking about like Florida. Um, he's like, well, you know, they mandated it, but but there's no repercussions. So I'm like, okay, well, they mandated here. We only have like a fifty dollar fine. And he was saying like up in Canada, at least like where his mom's at, it's a fifteen hundred dollar fine. Is that the same in your area? Um, we don't have like a mask. We're not what because we were sparsely populated and we've got you know a really good, really good grip on things. Like we're we're not being forced to wear a mask. You know, like no one is giving out tickets if if you don't have one. There's not um, there's no tickets if uh, you know you're not within social distancing i'm sure i've I've never seen it happen i've never seen a policeman pull someone over and say hey you two six feet apart you know well that's good news so. but yeah that, like that's kind of what we're up against but here our cases are climbing again but i think our cases are climbing because um travel is starting to open back up and we're getting it from other places like we're we're having more cases than ever and i feel like we, we may have actually opened too soon um, oh yeah, but, but and I'm sorry. So, yeah, you're not down in the U.S. It's you guys really aren't not not pointing at you. Yeah. I'm saying like the the U.S. in general doesn't seem like you're taking this very seriously, or you certainly weren't to begin with, and that's what caused it to spread. I honestly think that labeling it, you know, the 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 flu or the, the 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 kung flu and the chinese disease and all that by labeling that it kind of gave people that sense of well i'm not chinese i can't get it before you know it Dude, you know I and hope there, was, there, was, there is more reasons for this to have happened yeah but you know it's just unfortunately well, that's that's that that's where you guys are now and I it's honestly scary. think down here the reason that that there are varying degrees of people taking it seriously is because we can't trust our media like we we, we really can't because they're only gonna um and, and i mean this is kind of all media you know ozzy warned us about this but it they're only going to show where they want to show and what supports their agenda. So you're always wondering, okay, is this the truth or is this supporting somebody's agenda? Like it's always in the back of your mind, you know, because, you know, and, and that's both sides because, because we have liberal mm-hmm. media, conservative media and, you know, so, oh, well, Fox News said it. So that's a lie. Yeah, oh, well, CNN said it. It's a lie because they only support liberals. Like, oh, motherfucker. It's, uh-huh. You know, like, can we can we just sit down? Like, how about you, like, Google CDC, check it out, read it. And then the CDC keeps changing their stance on things, like, every 10 minutes. Um, the malaria drug, the anti-malarial drug, they're like, oh, it's we're having good success. No, 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 don't use it. Now it's, like, it's okay again. It's like, I don't know if you remember what the, uh, the egg went through. Eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. Eggs are good uh-huh. for you again. Milk is yeah. the same thing. Oh, so I haven't heard that with milk, but but that's the same. It's like, so, you know, trust the experts. Well, the experts keep changing their fucking minds. So, like, what's our standard that we're, we're doing this for? So nobody knows what to trust, who to believe, and you just ha- kind of have to, like, go back to your gut. And again, like, like I said, like, I didn't wear a mask until they mandated it because I would go out, I would social distance, but I also wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, 
But now that I'm wearing a mask, I'm like, well, if it we're wearing a mask everywhere, I'm going to go to the record store. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the comic shop. I'm going to go out and have, have a little, little bit of fun along with my grocery shopping. You know, but I still, like, I've only made those trips recently to the comic book store and the, um, oh, help me, the record store. But, I mean, we, we even limit our grocery store trips. We don't go out very often. It's like, okay, what do we really need? Let's do it all at once, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Snowy, what is something you think you'd never, ever see? Oh, geez. <laughs> you know what? Every day <laughs> you kind of see something, and it goes back to what we're saying, what we're saying about never, never stop learning, like never stop seeing new, unique things. So I'm always seeing stuff that I thought I never would do, and... Um, I, I wish I could remember <laughs> most of it. I guess when you're just hit hit with so much and you try, it's just it it gets kind of hard. But what um what's going through your well? It's going through your 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 little deranged brain right now. I'm sitting here scrolling through Instagram and I just happened to come across uh, Tom Mariah's wife Sandra. Oh, and she loves Instagram. She is the most entertaining woman <laughs> on Instagram, in my opinion. Like, I love the stuff that she posts. And, and I mean, there's every now and then I'm like, oh, man, no, you shouldn't have done that. But you know what I do? I keep scrolling. It's okay. Like, mm-hmm. like we don't have to cancel people. We don't have to be, you know, vastly offended. I don't have to, like, comment on something. She's like... Oh, you're off base today. Fine, I'm not gonna like it. It's okay. But yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, keep, so, keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Exactly, man. So here's a picture of her husband Tom. You know, some people might know him as the basis of Slayer. I heard. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. You know, he he did that once or twice. You know, <laughs> uh, he he. I think he even sang for him maybe. Um, but um, he's the older brother of the guy in Blood Come. Too, that, see, that's it. That's yeah, it. That's, that's right. why we know him. That's why Shit. we know him. Yeah, <laughs> I love when we when we purposely be stupid like this. But so here's a picture of Tom standing in his PJs, playing a banjo. Oh God! <laughs> I yeah. I think things I never expected to see when I opened Instagram is Tom Mariah of Slayer playing a banjo. No, the banjo, okay, yeah, but in in the PJs, doesn't strike me as a PJ kind of guy. Yeah, man, like he's definitely in very comfy clothes. This is loungewear. It's very nice. Right. Yeah, so it, it's kind of cool. But then uh, right below that, have you ever heard of an Instagram account called Tiny Concert? A tiny Concert? No, but I think I'm about to hear about it. Okay, you really need to check it out. So this guy basically does like all these sketches and animates different songs. So he's done Fugazi's, um, oh my goodness, Waiting Room. Like that's one of my favorites. Um, and he's also done like Ramon songs and that sort of stuff. But he he it's it's got a very certain you know sketching style to it. It's, it's like a pen and ink kind of thing. And um, for anybody who enjoys like the punk rock you know kind of music it's really worth checking out. Like he, he puts a lot of work into the animations, that sort of stuff. But that was below Tom and PJ's playing the banjo. So I fear they deserved an honorable mention here. I think so. I think yeah. so. Definitely. And remember, you know, all you black metalers that are so cavalt, if Tom Maria can wear PJ's, 
and play the banjo and play the banjo then you can do anything definitely i want to see i i have black metal friends in this and they they do the fa- the 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 face paint you know when they're on stage and they're come out and you know and all that i'm recommending pjs so <laughs> next time if yeah. i ever make it to winnipeg uh-huh right uh, among all the things that I want to do, such as visit 91 Albert Street, just so mm-hmm. we can see the, the former War on Music shop, www.waronmusic.com, <laughs> when I went to pay 91 Albert Street. Um, I want to go to Bulldog Pizza. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Park Theater. I'd like to meet Corey Thomas in person. Yep. But I think what would be fun is we find the, the local black metal guys and we set up a special radioactive metal interview kind of thing where we have them in the full makeup, but at home in PJs, of course, drinking true cult <laughs> coffee because they're, they're very true cult, you know, yes. you know, so, but uh, I just think that'd be hysterical. And then like, we need like lots of kittens. I feel like we need <laughs> lots of kittens for, for this, for this particular photo shoot. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what we should do. But I, that that can definitely be done. I digress. So, what do we have that's independent this week, Snowy? Oh, we have something called our Indie Spotlight. We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. And just for the record, every time I go Cavalt, I just did it again. I do the invisible oranges to like no one in the room. Invisible oranges? The invisible oranges. What's an invisible orange? Oh, dude. Okay. The invisible oranges is okay. You, you, you know, when you've seen it millions of times, a metal artist where they kind of have their hands in front of them <laughs> and their, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, their yeah. their fingers are curved like their claws. Urgh. Oh my goodness! It's like they have an in, not invisible oranges, invisible grapefruit. Either one, I guess. I guess it calls both. Any of those you know. citrus, yes. invisible, invisible lemons. <laughs> Any of it. They'll never have scurvy, thank goodness. That's right. That's right. Well, urgh. every time I go cobalt, I do the invisible cobalt. oranges. Oh my goodness, that's so fun. Now I'm doing it. Like it's just a cobalt. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so Cavalt, but definitely a wicked band in their own right is Canadian Hard Rockers Turbo. This is definitely a fun rocking band. Their new single, Make Bail, came across my desk. And so it's actually, they are pretty Cavalt here because... The name of their upcoming, you know, full-length record is going to be entitled Fast as Fuck with the F-U, but the U is a V in fuck. Oh, so it's very true. So that's that's very cobalt. Yes. But then if they're turbo and it's fast as fuck, they would be turbo lovers. They definitely. It's very Judas Priest as well. I like this. Very new wobbum of them. That's right. That's right. So, so this is definitely a good time band. And right now, Turbo is exactly what 
the world needs, I think so. This is a Canadian Rockers a Turbo with Make Bail. Facebook.com slash and in capital letters Turbo FAF as well as TurboFuck.Bandcamp.com Check them out. Of course, the fuck in Turbo is Fuck.Bandcamp. It's spelled with a V. Dude. As it turns out, 
Turbo is Cavalt. They still want to be Black Metal Judas Priest, but they couldn't get away <laughs> with saying that. So Turbo Fuck, like that's it, because Turbo Lover. Like, I totally yeah. get it. Uh, that's right. That's right. Go uh, check them out. Like I said, the world needs a band like this right now. Um, and thank you, my friend, for coming and hanging out, doing um, you know the metal world here up here in Winnipeg the favor and providing this entertainment going on in these hard times. How can uh, people get a hold of us? They should use this new thing called the interwebernets. They can go to a computer and point it to www.radioactivemental.org for all our episodes. You can go to iTunes, leave us a review there. You can go to Stitcher, which I think Stitchers can be purchased by XM soon, so that'd be great. We can say that we're on XM now. Um, if you have Spotify and you're like, man, I wish I could listen to you guys on Spotify. Great news. Mm-hmm. Great news because thanks to shiningwizardsnetwork.com, um, we are part of that family, the Shining Wizards Network, this wonderful um, family of lifestyle podcasts and wrestling podcasts. You can hear us on Spotify every week along with our uh, sister podcast, why is it always a sister podcast? Like, we never say brother podcast because you're all guys, but we'd still say sister because it feels weird to say brother. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. The ex- the expression is sister, but Hulk Hogan used to go brother. Brother. Yeah, so so when I when I speak of Wrestling Night in Canada, I like, you know, it's our brother show. So Wrestling Night in Canada is on there as well, so we can check that out. And then, of course, you can reach us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at RadMetal666, Facebook.com slash RadMetal. Drop us a line at RadMetal666 at gmail.com. And then any one of those places that allow you to message us, if you're thinking, you know what I haven't done in a while? I haven't written a letter. I've got this Mm -hmm. paper, this ink, this quill. I want to write a letter. I'm even going to do it by candlelight. So, you're in luck. Snowy would like to write you a letter. And mm-hmm. so, just message us. Give us your um, address. We'll exchange. You and Snowy can exchange letters, just like in the old days in the pen banger section, which still sounds dirty every time I say it. <laughs> but um, you can exchange snail mail letters. Um, you know, if it's coming from anywhere outside of Canada, you may have to do the moose mail conversion you know, so like like here in the U.S., we do carrier pigeon to moose mail, and that's how we get it up to snowy. You know, <laughs> that, that's that's how we get those things going there. But I think that's everything. Oh, I can't forget this. So you're hearing this on Friday, but you could hear it sooner. Every Thursday night, PureRockRadio.net. Hear this show first. Thank mm-hmm. you, Rich, for putting up with this for all this time. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't believe it. How he hasn't killed me by now, I don't know. But, hey, we definitely appreciate everything. And, you know, um, one of the things that um, when I found out about this tragic news, like a lot of people were posting on Facebook saying, hug your friends, tell your friends how much you love them and all that. So I want to take I want to take a moment out now and I want to tell Aaron how much I love him and I want to tell Sky how much I love her and all of our former co-hosts and co-hosts S's 
on radioactive metal and just you listening right now remember your cool uncle snowy loves you so much and thank you for your support um in the meantime and in between time that's it this has been a spirited episode after all congratulations to us i'm snowy white this is aaron signing off Yeah!